Welcome to Not in the Lap of the Pods. Paul, Joe, and myself, David. Um, we're going to kind of go back to, I guess, familiar territory. You know, um, you know things that we know basically because we've we've done a little. You know, last two episodes have been things that we've just discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, so we thought let's put the the comfy slippers on and the and the pajamas and get something that's a wee bit more more comfortable to us. Um, not to say that we're not we all love everything we're going to talk about here, but it's just very familiar to us, and it's an, and it all happened at a time. And you know, certainly Joe and I were were you know coming of age. Paul was a little bit older this period in time, and so we're going to go back to the early nineties, and we're going to be talking about grunge. Um, we're going to be talking in particular about the four big albums from the four biggest acts. Um, and you can contest this if you want. I don't really care. I don't think any of us really care. I think it's pretty obvious to us. I don't see how you could, us. to be fair. I don't see how you could as well. There might be nuances in, in people's arguments, and we're not going to get into, into that. We don't have the time to go into all these different things and if this, then that, and all that. We're just going to be talking about these four albums, and I guess these four artists as well, and bands, um, you know, um, and that's it, basically. So we're going to be talking about Pearl Jam. We're going to be talking about Nirvana. We're going to be talking about Soundgarden and Alison Chain. So the four biggest bands we would say were under that grunge umbrella or whatever you want to call it. Um, and we'll be talking about them in order of, of actually coming out. So the first album that came out was Pearl Jam's 10. Um, then Nevermind by Nirvana. Bad Motorfinger by Soundgarden. And Dirt by Alison Chains. So we'll talk about the albums in that order because that's uh, when, they, the order of when they came out. And they came out between the 27th of August, 1991, through to the 29th of September, 1992. So this kind of covers a year um, mm-hmm. across that kind of that genre. Um, grunge, well, I mean, everybody kind of has got their opinions on what grunge is, what grunge means. And and I think it became a bit of an irritation, even from the for the bands themselves, actually, to be honest. You know, it became all a bit... Um, it was very marketed. I think Sub Pop were pretty clever in how they marketed ah, the Sub-pop. term grunge, and you know they, they, you know they, and fair enough, you know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not casting judgment on that, but um, it really revolved around Seattle, as most people know. Um, and Sub Pop really, yeah, they were the, they were the kind of under, you know, the region's underground music kind of label, and um, it seemed to be a kind of style that was a kind of hybrid of punk and metal. That's what most people seem to think that grunge was. But as we talk about these four albums, you'll see how, you know, they're very different albums. And, and it's mm-hmm. quite interesting to, to put something under the grunge banner when all four of these albums, every single one has its own vibe and its own style. Yep. It's, it's kind of strange, you know, to, to yep. label it all. But thinking about it and getting beyond that, I still kind of understand why, I suppose, they would try and pull under one banner because it, mu- music was changing rock and metal at that point, you know, that there was a bit of a shift. So I suppose, how how do you feel about grunge? If, Joe, if I start off with you, when you think about grunge, what's, what's your, your opinion on it in that, that period? Because I suppose we were both very young at that point. We both kind of just met each other, started hanging about, and this stuff was happening right at that time, and we were certainly certainly interested. I mean, grunge, uh, I, I don't even know if at the time, because um, I believe my brother bought um, Nevermind when it came out, um, probably like, obviously, Paul, and, and um, obviously, me and, me and you, would have maybe been hanging about not long after that, David, eh? mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, probably. A couple yeah. of months or something like that after that. So, I mean, it was a, a, it was a big thing, you know, it was everywhere, you know, as soon as Nirvana hit, you know, it shone a light on all this other stuff that was coming out of the same, mm-hmm. well, 
geography wise part of the same part of America kind of thing. But I, like you said, that when you were t- doing the description there, crunch to me is it's not a sound. It, it, it's just it's just a label to to say this is bands that came from Seattle. That that was it was a, it was lazy journalism. I thought that is it because, like you said, to me there's. There's, there is some commonality between the four bands. We'll probably we'll obviously get into that in more depth when we start speaking about it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, I think, um, you know, I wasn't really aware of liking grunge per se because I was a bit young. I was 12. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, liked yeah. the bands. You know, yeah. I, I liked every one of them, to be fair. You know, I, I loved Nevermind when it came out when I was about 12. I loved that. Um, I, I quite liked 10 as well when it came out, you know, I, I loved Bad Motorfinger and I loved Dirt. Um, So, I mean, that, that's kind of, you know, my, it was just bands at the time. And then obviously the, the word was just floating about there, but that was it. It wasn't really, I didn't put any importance on it. You know, I didn't look into why there must be some sort of link to, you know, this sounding, all these bands sounding a certain way. Uh, so yeah. I just thought it was yeah. just lazy journalism, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a just a marketing label, isn't it? It's that um, these bands are not alike each other at all. But as as you both you both said, there are, there are some commonalities in, in their approach and in terms of their lyrics and um, how their voices sound, even uh, sort of how, they, how they convey things and and their songs and all that. Yeah, but we'll get we'll get to that again uh, as we go on. Um, yeah, I was what, what about eighteen nineteen. Um, when when grunge, you know, kind of started becoming a thing, and you know, I mean, the the narrative is that it came along and it killed hair metal and all that. It's not really my experience at all. It, I, I seem to remember grunge and hair metal and all that coexisting for ah, a, it's, a good, a good three, three years, you know. Um, you know, uh, what what it did do was it. it, it it did blow away a lot of the um the attitudes of some bands and all that and, and actually, you know, brought in a a wee bit more seriousness and all that and into heavy music or whatever. Um that was maybe missing up to that point. Uh well certainly in the eighties anyway. Um back back to a more kind of seventies thing, you know, where they were singing about issues and, you know, um rather than just banging chicks and whatever. <laughs> Even yeah. the sorry, Paul, but even sorry. just when you're talking about no, no, not at all, man. It was just to where you're saying that. I think the lyrics in and quote unquote grunge bands was definitely more in line with uh, with American hardcore punk bands, like yeah. you know, like Minor Threat, you no know, bands like that singing about personal stuff because that, yeah, that yeah. was a that was a real big thing. That was a thing that differentiated metal from punk as well was the subject matter. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I I do yeah. agree though that yeah, yeah. the seventies so, thing so as well. Either outrageous sexism or, um, you know, dragons and rainbows and shit. You know, that was that was basically yeah. metal when it. You know, yeah. um, around about that time. Um, nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, I love all that shit. You know, um, you know, uh, metal's metal. You know, if I get um, nuclear war, but nuclear war. Sorry, I ah, well thrash. I definitely. Um, but um, yeah, I, <laughs> I've got you, mate. It was quite funny seeing bands like Poison and all that all, all of a sudden starting to wear flannel shirts and all that and you know making their sound more heavy and all that Warrant certainly did it they, they brought it I can't even remember the name of the album but it's just, <laughs> just basically they brought it a grunge album and, I you suppose know. you had um, Motley Crue as well you know aye, John Crabbe and all that they got yeah yeah 
Um, so you know, but um, yeah, it was uh, you know, I, I I used to go to a rock club called the Venue in Glasgow, and and they would they would play Mud Honey, and you know, so touch me, I'm sick, and all that. You know, oh, that's fucking cracking tune, you know. But it nothing really made me want to look into it more, to be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, uh, I remember on you know. Uh, uh, would I still have been raw power? Uh, no raw power. Power, power hour. Hour. Um, Loud Love and Hands All Over, the Sound Garden being yep. quite regular videos and thinking, fuck, that's that's pretty cool, man. Aye, because um, that's my memories. That they were they, you know, you yeah. were a big fan of Sound Garden at that point. Yeah. No, you know, so, uh, you know, before Bad yeah. Finger came out, kind of thing. So you know? Sound Sound Garden became, just became a band that I liked. It wasn't like, oh my god, the Seattle scene or grunge oh, or whatever. What is this? You know? It's really fresh. This is yeah. something. Aye, aye. It's just like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this sounds like this sounds like an updated Black Sabbath. It's fucking amazing. It's heavy yeah. as fuck, and it's got right. a, a rock god singer, a guy with this amazing voice. You know, that was like, yeah. I, I'm in, I'm in. You know, and and the, as I say, the the likes are different. It's about you know, they're singing about fucking like, hands all over us, obviously about climate change and all that, you know, and, um, you know, it's different, it's fresh, it's, you know, fucking yes, let, let's do it. But, you know, there, there was, uh, up to that point, the Faith No More had come out and King's X and all that, music was changing, so yeah, yeah. all that thing about hair metal and all that, there was, there was bands, you know, kind of between grunge and hair metal. Helmet or, as well. Already happened, Helmet, you know, there was, there, there was stuff happening. So, Elvin. I think I think the music was changing anyway, mm-hmm. but grunge got you know just because you know uh, a few of these bands sold shitloads of records that suddenly became yeah. it was them that changed you know yeah no, maybe music or whatever de- definitely that's that's how I feel about it as well you know um, you know looking back in that period and again kind of Joe's making a point obviously Joe and I were very young at the time you know. It's not as if we would have a full a full grasp of what was going on, other than we just like these bands and yep. we, you yeah, know, yeah, that kind of thing. But but looking, at, that's that's the one thing that's kind of pissed me off when they talk about grunge is how it killed us off and how everybody changed <laughs> yeah, and all that. Could, it's it's there's some. I mean, I suppose there's some truth in it. I mean, you've just made the point there about poison and like Motley Crue, obviously, like <laughs> and that is directly affected by what was happening with grunge. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, that was having an effect on bands that weren't of that that ilk, but. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you think about it, the albums that we had, three of the albums we are going to talk about were released in 1991, and, and the Black Album was released in 1991. A metal album is one of the biggest selling metal albums of all time. Yeah. Metallica yeah. toured that for nearly three years, and, you know, so metal wasn't dead and buried. Metal nope. was still thriving. No. Metal, was, metal was adopting, I abs- uh, adapting, sorry. Metal was adapting, as you're saying, Paul. You had these, you know, Faith No More coming through. Angel Dust came out in 92, and that was completely different. Cowboys from, from Hell. Yeah. Cowboys from Hell, you know, 1990, and then obviously Vulgar Display of Power in 92. So metal itself was, it's kind of, as you're alluding to, it was changing and it was evolving. And, um, and grunge just happened to be there along along with it, you know. So yeah, yeah. so yeah, and and it's and no harm. It's no harm on these bands we're going to talk about. They listen. Uh, they were just making their music, and mm-hmm. you know, it was it was the you know, as Joe's saying, the press and and just I guess I guess like record labels really pushing this kind of all under one banner type of um, type of vibe, you know, with grunge. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to sell the image as well, you know. So, yeah. yeah, and I, and, and I, that's probably the you know the consistency. Probably you look at the the four oh, of the bands, and probably their image was probably similar. 
You would yeah. say that kind of flannel shirts. Yeah, right? yeah. They they probably had a similar look, you know. That's probably where, where the similarity ends, or you know. Yeah. Um, it's always freezing and pissing the rain in Seattle, so yeah, that's it. That's why they're all yeah. wearing flannel and fucking jeans, man. That's it. And yeah. Shants. Shants yeah. as well, yeah. <laughs> and then just every cunt in the world had a Nirvana t shirt. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't either, so, to well, be honest. Well, let, well, let's let's let's. I had a well, Soundgarden t shirt. Right, Let's shift on and start talking about the music then um, in, in these albums. Um, uh, so the first album that came out was uh, 10, and, and that was Pearl Jam's first album as well. Um, so that came out the 27th of August, 1991. Um, Paul, I'm going to start off with you. So Pearl Jam 10, what's your memory of that album coming out? Because I think Brian, a brother, maybe bought it. Was it yourself, was it? Or was it yourself that it was, bought it? It was Brian that bought it. Brian that bought it, yeah, you, yeah. You, that. you really should have Brian on this because he's, <laughs> he's, he's the grand Because uh, he, he bought 10 and he bought Nevermind as well, didn't he? I think yeah, he bought he Nevermind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he bought yeah, Bleach yeah, as well. Bought, which is a better yeah. album. But, well, yeah. yeah. It's controversial. I suppose just like everybody else, it was alive. You know, the you know the video, the, the song mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, just thinking, fuck, that's pretty cool, man. You know, it's... Uh, it's not much of a song right enough, you know, it's very, it's very simple, it's just a, a kind of long blues riff, you know, but, you know, um, as I said, I, I, things were things were happening, the music was changing, it was, you know, uh, these things were a, a breath of fresh air, and, mm-hmm. and, and Peril Jam to me are, they're just like 70s rock, or Double Who, or, you know, Neil Young, or, mm-hmm. you know, they're not, they're not, particularly heavy i mean that's you know they, they have their moments and all that but mm-hmm. it's, it's 70s rock to me you know uh, kind of updated you know um yeah that, there's nothing then there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because the 70s is the greatest day, decade in music as far as i'm concerned so uh yeah and and uh <clears throat> so that you know i, I um uh, my name david's brother brian um went out and bought the bought the album and yeah, so I didn't need to buy it, so it was great. Yeah. You know, save, save me some money for a poison record. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, 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 and this is a t- tens of fucking great album. You know, uh, it's a, it's got emotional weight and all that. Um, uh. And I mean, not, I wouldn't say like the musicianship is amazing or that or anything, or they're doing anything you haven't heard a million times before, but they do it very well. And Eddie Vedder's got a fucking incredible voice. So, ah, he, he, he actually know. has. I think it's funny yeah. to poke fun at him after the fact, yeah. but that, nobody that's really it. sounded like that. I at mean, the time. And, and that's the thing about these four bands. It's the one, maybe one yeah. of the very the, few things that link them. They've all got, they've great all got fucking amazing voices, you know, all yeah. four of them. Um, but that yeah, great album. Uh, obviously, standouts. What? Uh, uh, black. Black is I, I think that's everybody's favourite. Um, once is that a great song. The opener, you know, even flow. That I mean, it's all good. It's all good, man. Uh, aye. Uh, and uh, I, I, I know. I think about it. There was a lot of there was a lot of Pearl Jam t-shirts as well. Maybe I just I just before you know the Nirvana thing happened, um, but it yeah. does seem to be that, that 
Pearl Jam were, were obviously massive in their own right, but Nirvana just were the biggest out the four. Yeah. They were the one Aye. that just, they yeah. just, they just, yeah. they just pushed it even, you know, they, they went yeah, stratospheric, you know. Went a new level, um, why? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, and and, and I, I, I seem to remember there were <laughs> straight off, the, you know, straight off the bat, there was a fair bit of ridicule, you know, oh, the, the miserable cunts, you know, just, you know, lighting up and all that, you know, hmm. like lighting up Francis. Hmm. <laughs> uh, that kind of thing. But um, certainly my good friend Paul Devaney, who was a, a bit of a, a glam guy at the time, um, he he's just like, oh, that's shit, you know. Because yeah, his brother Chaz was he, he was a right into you know Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and all that, and he was just like, ah, you know, music's meant to be fun and all that. Yeah. I don't want you listen to miserable bastards. Not Snowman. <laughs> it's not meant to be fun at all. Nice one, Centurion. Don't trust anybody that tells you otherwise, man. Exactly. Music's pain. You can't, you can't be funny pain. about metal. You can't be funny about metal. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, you know, uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, great band. And uh, yeah, I, I've uh, I've kind of enjoyed their stuff up up to kind of this day. Do you still, own albums? Do you own Pearl, Pearl Jam yeah, albums? I, yeah, I, What ones have you got then? I've got, I've got uh, well, obviously 10. I've got Versus, uh, Vitology. Vitology. Vitology, third one, aye. aye. Uh, I've got some of the later ones, you know, the for the 2020s, uh, 20, 2000, 2000. sorry, uh, like um, Backspacer, it's got a it's great album, you know, um, and, and it's, it's more mellow stuff and all that, obviously they're, they're not going to be as angry and all that as they were, you know, back then or whatever, but I wish like, they you know, would be, but yeah, yeah, and Eddie Vader's voice is still great, you know, it's, uh, it's got a... Uh, become more resonant and all that as he's got older and obviously he's not reaching for the high notes and all that as much mm-hmm. so uh lower register and all that but still a, a great deep rich voice man aye mm-hmm. uh yeah aye, I, I, Jam are, I, are, are one of the big ones and that's well there's only four we're talking about but yeah um if we're going to rate bands later on yeah they might be might be a I surprise know. for some people all right okay you fucking settled in man Anyway, oh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, do you want to, do you want to pick up there on uh, on ten? I suppose ten in in, in particular, Alan Pearl Jam. The white Pearl Jam. Nah, okay, I'm only joking. <laughs> nah, um, no, nah, I mean my story is going to be similar to yours, David. Um, the reason that I heard Pearl Jam is the same reason that Paul heard Pearl Jam because I heard it at your house. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was my first introduction to it. We used to go in and, or you used to go in and get. Brian's tapes and stuff and then copy them and shit like that. And you might have even made me a copy of it actually. Probably I think aye, on it. Probably. probably. Yeah. Um I, I I remember seeing them again, probably on Raw Power or the Power Hour, whatever it was, and um and liking it. But at the same time, I didn't really start appreciating 10. Because I'll be honest here, I'm only really a fan of this and versus. I'm not really that bothered about anything that came later, do you know what I mean? That's just me personally. I mean, there is the odd song here and there that I've heard that I do like. But I mean, um, at the time, I mean, it was all about 
start. I mean, it was start, I was starting to get into like me, like proper kind of metal, like angrier stuff at that yeah, time yeah. as well. Kind of seen, thrash and all that. So aye, I was discovering stuff that's happened in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, we, we were yeah, discovering yeah. it just maybe a couple of years later. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I mean, because thrash in ninety one was still. It was obviously you had Clash of the healthy. Titans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the big, you know, the yeah. big four of thrash did the massive tour, and everybody says that that was the end of thrash. Kind of that, you know. Thrash metal Last hurrah, absolute peak yeah, yeah. kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was obviously getting like you, David, because I mean, our, our history's parallel, do you know what I mean? For, for basically, we're like 12 when it comes to music, I think. Yeah. But I, I was kind of like, yeah, I like it, but it kind of lacked a little bit of testicles for me at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah. But man, I've got to say, like Paul, I mean, this is a fucking great album, man. I mean, mm-hmm. anybody with ears. And I think it's easy to put the boo into this record because it's easy to hate Eddie Vedder. <laughs> because, no, and, and I think not, it was at the time. Probably. I, it, for I, me, I, it's different. He, now. Did, he did appear a bit sanctimonious. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he bugged I, me as a kid, but, I, he, but now he doesn't. You know. I, but that's the thing. It's yeah. not even him as a person that bugged me. It's his mouth. It's his face. <laughs> Yeah, it's like he'd been watching too many fucking David Lynch films and just went crazy with the facial aye. expressions, man. So that kind of put me off a little bit because I, I, I remember really, you know, really liking like Jeremy and just wanting to smash his fucking nosebone into his brain because of the <laughs> stupid faces he was pulling in the video. So that kind of put me off at the time. Um, but I mean, this, I there, there's definitely more of a, a kind of listening to not in the lap of the pods. <laughs> Mind you, smashing your nose bone into your brain every week. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Um, aye. So, I like. <laughs> yeah, that's so, like, the tagline, Duma. Like, lapping the pods, smashing your nose bone into your brain every every three weeks or whatever. I do it, man. Brilliant. Um, aye, sorry, threw me off my game, you cunt. Um, aye, so, I like Paul was saying, there is definitely a. A harkening back to the more of the kind of seventies rock stuff with us, we are a little bit more of the modern kind of edge. Out of all the bands, Pearl Jam have the least punk in them, without a doubt. Oh, ah, yeah, 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 that's a good point. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I mean, the they more or less come from Mother Lovebone, and Mother Lovebone were a, a glam kinda, band, glam, glam, aye, glam, not a glam band. Oh, they're they're quite, metal, but you know, Alice in Chains in many ways, you know, they yeah, they started, yeah, 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 started, yeah, because yeah. 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 Andrew Wood, you know, the the, the singer that died and. You know yep. what? That's how Pearl Jam came about. Um, he he was like a rock star guy, kind of guy. Aye, and the Seattle scene, yeah. aye. Yeah, yep. you aye. know the way he dressed is very flamboyant and all that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it as uh, depressed, dowdy, you know, um, look at the ground kind of thing. You know, it was he he was full on, you know, mm-hmm. Dave Lee Roth mode, you know, kind of yep. thing. Rock star mm-hmm. mode, aye. Yeah, I, yep, absolutely. Yeah. So. Well, Freddie see, Mercury, Queen was one. Queen, like I, I watched a documentary about him, and Freddie Mercury was his idol. Yeah. So. You know, a lot of the glam guys were huge Queen, Queen fans, right enough. I yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it stands to reason because Queen yeah. were dodgy as fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> well, look at the Melvins. The Mel- Melvins aye. love love Queen. You know, well, yeah. aye, and um, aye, but this is a great album. Black uh, is a fucking amazing song, man. Beautiful. I, I, I'll know yeah. have anybody say it isn't because it fucking is. It's it's beautiful. The melody at the end, the piano when he starts doing the, the falls of his voice, it's fucking great, man. Yeah. yeah. For, by, for, by far the best song on this record for me, but I like, I, I like pretty much everything on this in varying degrees. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Once is a great tune. Um, I, it's a solid album. There's a reason why it's a classic, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I think, um, 
it, it's no wonder this album blew up. It's no wonder it, it was huge. You know, songs like Jeremy Even Flow, Alive Black. You know, um, it's it's absolutely no no wonder why this was Aye. huge. Um, and it's and it's kind of Paul, you've you've you know you were talking about it in terms of like you know classic rock, and that's what's on my note. It's a classic rock album. That's what yeah, it sounds yeah. like. It, it it you know, um, it is. And Joe's making a point about them having. The least amount of punk in them, and that's that's very true. I, I would say out of the four albums, this is the anomaly. Um, out of the four totally, of them, yeah, totally. I know they're all different. They're all they are all different, yeah. you know. But this is probably the one the, that is the least, sits out on its own more aye. than, than, than yeah, the yeah. rest. The least um, touched by the the, scene the punk, the DIY thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, more thought out, and and I agree with you, Paul. I mean, I don't think the. I mean, the musicianship isn't off the, off the scale or anything, but that doesn't have to be in these songs. Mm. The songs the songs are just good, and that's yeah. it. You don't need and to be. When you've got a guy that can sing as good as you, you, you want to, you want to dial it back. You know, yeah. you don't want yeah. to put huge riffs over. I, I mean, obviously, Chris Cameron looks different, nor that because of the way his voice sounds. But you know, Eddie Vedder, deep, deep, rich, resonant, mm-hmm. bar, kind of baritone voice. Yeah, you, yeah. you want to dial it back because because mm. he he's the. The star of the show, star, really. Aye, aye. Yeah. He, uh, his um, well, star. Aye. I suppose, uh, kind of, my, my thoughts on 10 are probably going to be, be a bit of a shit sandwich. You've got the good bit, and I'm going <laughs> to talk about I'm going to talk about the bits that I don't like about it, and then I'm going to finish off with the good bits about it again. I think it's, I mean, it's it's, it's interesting we talk about the classic rock thing. Once is a great tune. That's even that, the way that opens arm, that's absolutely, that's, that's superb because, but it sounds like, you know, the fretless bass, it's like a Peter Gabriel thing at the start, you know, where they kind of percussion it's like, you know, aye. Peter Gabriel, he starts singing or something. Mike so. Amat, Am- Am- or Amat's an amazing bass player. Ah, he is. Ah, yeah. He's big, big friend. Jeff Ammont, even. Jeff, ah, yeah, sorry. Mike, I'm, I'm getting mixed up with the country for Jeff Jeff Ammont, that's the guy. He's big friends with Doug King's X. It's Jeff Ammond that says that Pat Tabor invented the sound of grunge and all that because he's played in Drop D, but you know. Listen, yeah, man, so listen, listen, let's it's the fucking Melvins, man. Aye, well, you listen to Melvins yeah. the, the first album, yeah. it's, it's And funnily enough, the Melvins say that they sounded the way they did because of the second uh side of My War by, by Black, uh, Black Flag, Flag. Yep. because they slowed it all down and they're like, Oh, that sounds interesting. We'll just do that. Ah, and, make that it better. and then and then <laughs> and then Green River and Mud Honey and all that, but you know, picked it up Aye, yep. from the Melvins kind of thing. So yep. yeah. Anyway, back to back to ten. Back to um 10. so yeah, I think once is great. And it's I, I feel this is this is really good music. But for myself personally, I really need to be in the mood to enjoy this. I am a same. Um, it's Aye. no, it's not Aye. quite. I, I don't, you, you know. I think you both said it's a great album. I don't think it's a great album. I think it's a very good album. Um, I think it's very front loaded as well. I think you get towards the end, a lot of it just sounds jammy and it's not really fleshed out songs. So I, I feel that, and and the song like "Why Go," "Why Go," "Why Go," whatever. Um, it's like a speeded up version of even flow, even melodically. It's, ah, when you listen to it, it's it's almost identical. So how they didn't catch that? There's just this is my criticism of it. All right, I'm not ah. I'm not putting the boot in. It's just it's just observations, pretty much. I think um, um, black. I totally agree with. You. I think it's I think it's brilliant. But ah. they should I ended it like about a minute before because it just goes on for me. But 
you guys might like that just jamming it out you know the I know what you mean but lovely. I don't mind I, but I feel like they don't know how to end a song at times especially live and all that it just kind of just you, you're, just, you're just meandering you're just jamming out and then it'll either fade out or it'll just kind of stop and it's like you, so Aye. the craft to me wasn't quite there, you know. I think you that's the, I think that's very much the vibe in it. Vibe, the, yeah, the, the, the 70s jam. It's part, rock. It's part of the it. 70s thing as well. Yeah, uh, jam yeah. things out. Uh, yeah, you uh, like it or you don't. And and for me, that's one of the weaknesses of the album. It's just like you know, they're not they're not finishing off the songs. Um, you know the way I would I would personally like them to be finished. But I mean, it, it would you'd be a fucking idiot if you said this wasn't a good album. No, I mean, and that's mm. the thing. It is a good uh, album. It's a very good album, but. Would I own it? I did own it at one point, but I think I traded it in because I just, ultimately, when it comes down to it, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I don't, Aye, doesn't, I it doesn't it. go under my skin. Aye, I'm kind of the same, man. I'm, I'm the same. Yeah, Can I just, and, and the same with Vedder's voice. I mean, Christ, when he comes into that chorus and even flow, how perfect he is tonally with that, no, that even flow. The way he comes in with it, it Aye, it's like on. pitch perfect. And it? so the guy's an excellent singer. But again, I don't feel it. I don't Aye. feel his voice. His voice doesn't do enough for me. You know, mm. despite, you know, I'm not going to argue with anybody that says he's a good singer. For, a listen, good, uh, yes, uh, his voice, you know. uh, for me, his voice is better on the second album versus. That is, that is versus much better. His voice I had verses as well. Really and again, strong. I think it's, I think it would be Pearl Jam for myself. I did try with him. You know, I thought, you know, these, because I remember going to like, uh, you know, rock pubs and they'd be playing Pearl Jam songs. I'm like, these are fucking great tunes. I'm going to, I'm going to get this album, you know, you buy 10, excuse me, in verses and all that. But it's just, I think that's, that's the thing for me when I'm hearing it in the car on, on the radio or in a bar, I'll enjoy it. And that's where it, it sort of finishes for uh, me with Pearl kind of surface. Yeah. Uh, it's very uh, surface it's, music. Uh, there's not yeah. a lot of real depth in, in a lot of the early, well, I don't know, I can't speak for the later on material, but definitely mm-hmm. on the first record. But I mean, I suppose you could say that about some of the, you know, again, go back to Queen, but a Queen podcast, but like, you know, the 80s output of Queen, a lot of it's mm. really quite surface and shallow. Ah, and yeah, I think yeah. that's why a lot of folk don't think right don't Queen don't. off because ah, they, exactly. they kind of judge them on that. On that, kind of, I mean? on those mm. merits kind of thing. Ah, yeah, absolutely. But um, it, do you know what's really interesting? Again, back to the classic rock thing. Um, I was listening to Jeremy and I was like, this sounds like Janie's got a gun. Do, 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 do. Well, that's, I, well, that's two years before this. Before uh, Jenny's got a gun was two years before, and 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 there's just so much about it. And uh-huh. I'm like, they're, they're very different songs. I mean, you play them back to back, they, they don't sound that much like each other, but they're very familiar. I could hear Aerosmith singing Jeremy. No, they can obviously heartfelt lyrics because that's not what they did. But mm-hmm. um, it's just it reminds me of Aerosmith, and that's that's very later on Aerosmith. Obviously, that's that's <laughs> no seventies like, Aerosmith. Like that shit, though. And funnily enough, uh, you know, Jeremy involves a gun as well. That's a it's a gun into school, and, and then you've got Jenny uh, and class Jeremy. Jeremy, there you go, man. Uh, Jeremy's, got Jeremy's got a gun. <laughs> Jeremy, but uh, it was it just, it just hit me. I'm, I'm just listening. Like, this is this is really familiar, and, and I think it was the bass at the start and the kind of percussive bit and all that, and the way Jenny's got a gun starts. Fuck, I, like, oh, I want to listen. I want to listen to Pump now. I've not listened uh, to Pump. That's for a great album, years. man. Aye, brilliant, album. brilliant uh, fucking record, man. Best. That's the last best. Great oh, I definitely. Oh, I thought I do. Um, but I like Garden. I think Garden's a, a good tune, man. I really like that a lot, mm. man. Um, that's a really, Aye. really cool tune. Um, but, um, but when it get, uh, what's the name of the last song on it? Uh, re- re- uh, uh, receive, uh, receive. So receive is that what it's called? Um, I, I forgot to take a note of what it is. But I, I'm going to be completely honest. I actually turned it off. Release, it, it, release, release. release. Uh, I, it Aye. got so far into it, and I was like, it's just. 
gone nowhere for me. So I actually nine minutes long. Yeah, um, well, it's no because I think the end it's just like nonsense. I think the actual songs only about four or five. Ah, there's just there's a lot of crap at the end. I think there's kind of bits of Jeremy later on. Though they used to do the CDs that go on and the wee bit endless nameless on the next album we're going to talk about was like that. Endless nameless is my favourite Nirvana song, man. There you go, Phil. Controversial, but. I like it. I'm not even joking, man. I was listening. I, like I was it. like, "This is fucking great." Guitar tones, fucking daft. But anyway, come the back, vocals man. are off the charts, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not gonna. It, it's, it's. I've listened to it, and, I, and I'm still exactly where I was. If you know what I mean. Aye. Before I listened to it again for the podcast, I've not really. It's not taken on any new meaning. I've not went up a level in my opinion on it. It's just ten. It's just ten by Pearl Jam, and it's and it's a very good album. And that's I that's know. kind of where I sit with it, kind of thing. And uh, I'm not a pedal jam fan, and I no, doubt I will I be. I was, no. yeah. And I and um, I, I'm completely the same as you, David. I I don't own ten, but my missus owns it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I, I know for a fact because again, I, I seen this. I don't know what band it was. But I think it might have been a Nirvana documentary. Somebody talking, maybe Chris Novoselic or something like that. Mm-hmm. They. A lot of the Seattle bands really were pissed off with Pedal Jam because yeah, yeah. it's like they literally came out of nowhere because Eddie yeah. Vedder was originally from, oh, where's he so from? He's, he's, he's from the West Coast ah. somewhere. Mm-hmm. He's a surfer and stuff. And they they literally just got this guy and and all of a sudden they were massive. And I know it, it rubbed a lot of the, you know, like the oh, Alice and Chains were slogging yeah. away, Nirvana were slogging away, yep, yep. Soundgarden yeah, yeah. were slogging away, and then this band seemed seem to yeah, come yeah. out of nowhere and, you know, and hit no, fucking massive. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's interesting. Um, all right. Well, that's Pearl Jam. And I, and I think that's a decent start, you know. Aye, start. So uh, we're going to move on to uh, Nirvana now. And uh, never mind. So Nevermind came out on the 24th of September 1991 and was Nirvana's second album um, at this point. And this was their first their major label debut. I think they, David, it was the Geffen uh, record company that picked them up. So um, famously produced by Butch Vig, this one. And um, yeah, I, I remember this very clearly um, because we had just, um, Paul, um, you, you'll remember this, we just got MTV in late 1991. Um, mm. in the house and they were playing Teen Spirit like on all rotation time, non-stop time, like yeah. just constantly and that was that was I'm gonna I'm gonna assume you you and Brian were the same but it's certainly my first uh, exposure to, to Nirvana that I'm aware of and um, yeah the tune was great it was catchy and as a 12 year old you're like that. yeah this is catchy as yeah. hell this is British this is British. I don't even remember my dad liking it you know it was just it's oh, one really? of those songs I Billy was in it I Billy Billy oh, was yeah. wrong <laughs> The teen spirit, but uh, aye, so that wasn't an explosion. I remember Brian going out and buying the tape and, and all the rest of it. And I remember it, and remember at that time, I was going to say from that point almost for about a year, I was I was really I was really into Nirvana, but not but again, not the same way I was into like Maiden or, or Queen mm. or Sabbath or anything like that. You know, I was, but I, I, they, they, they were probably the them and Soundgarden were the, the first, and then because obviously Alice in Chains. Well, the Dot album came later, you know. Um, but yeah, and, and I remember even recording like the set of a like you know, Red in 1992 and off the radio, off Radio One, and you know, having a, a concert recording playing that quite a lot as well. And they were actually playing a lot of stuff that would end up in, in utero, actually, you know, the year later. So, so there was a point where Nirvana were you know, a reasonably big deal for me, you know, um, and that's kind of dissipated pretty quickly after that you know it's not really i've never really kind of went back to nirvana with a lot of lot of um i guess appreciation you know um in the past but 
as as we do talk about this album, no, I, I do have a lot of appreciation for for Nirvana actually now when I think about it. Um, just contradicting myself, like a motherfucker here, but yeah, uh, there you go. Um, Contradict away, mate. <laughs> but it's interesting when you listen to Ten. And then, because I've listened to these in order, obviously I, I'm sure you guys listened to the four albums before this and whatever order you wanted, but I just listened to them in order of when they came out. And then when I listen, when I put this on, the first thing it just hits you is, oh, there's fucking riffs, man. Oh, riffs, yes, because right. you'd be, just be listening to 10. You put Nevermind now, you go, fucking riffs, yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's I because know. I love riffs, you know, and for mm. someone that, you know, it's, that doesn't bother them, 10 that's might be more the That's the metal coming out in you. That, well, that's yeah, it, exactly, yeah. you know. I, I love, and obviously Teen Spirit, you can't fuck with Teen Spirit. Teen Spirit, it's a, it's a classic, man. It's overplayed, yeah, but it's a fucking tune. Uh, mm. Absolutely, is a tune. And Bloom. But it, it's, it's, it's interesting because Come As You Are was one of these songs that was just kind of, okay, that's cool, you know, it's okay, but... The chorus in it really, really, really grabbed me this time. It really, really That's know, a cracking chorus. It just it just it just fucking really punched out for me. It's just brilliant and it sounds fucking great, you know. And I know obviously the debate, that's not even a debate, they did rip off eighties by killing jokes. Oh fuck it. I it's the same riff. I've just same riff, it down man. It's so. even got a similar guitar sound. Aye, exactly. That kind of uh it's underwater like, sort of. Aye, aye, that kind of, of yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's that that's the one. Um but uh yeah, no, a tune. Um, and, and the thing, the thing that kind of struck me about um, never mind when I listened to it, to like from start to finish, is it's kind of, I think it's predominantly a punk album with a scattering of Aye. kind of big songs, you know, and Bloom and you know, and and you know, Teen Spirit and Come As You Are, but the yeah. rest of it's, you know, obviously something in the way is very different as well, and Polly to a degree, but mostly it's just it's 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 very punky still. You know, Absolutely. it's it's. I think maybe in your minds, certainly my minds here, I'm I'm thinking of it, and it's like, all oh, right, aye, it's just a lot of big tunes, and yeah, there's a bit of punk punk attitude on it. But in my minds here, I was remembering it being more, I guess, more polished and more, you know, um, you know, along the lines of the singles, if you know what I mean. But when you listen to it, it's not, you know, things like you know, breed and all that. You know, it's it's stay away, stay away, uh, territorial pissings and all that. You know, mm, it's, the it's punctions, just punctions, aye, aye, punctions, um, absolutely. And there's some kind of your pop pop punk stuff like um, um, on a plane and all that's more pop punky and things like and that but, you know um, but 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 no i think uh for me uh, talking about something in the way you know which is technically the last song in the album i know we talk about endless nameless and all that but um i just think that's amazing i think the cello beautiful the man way, mm. the way kurt sings it along with it it just I think it's I think it's absolutely brilliant and and oddly enough, I was watching that recent Batman movie, which I actually still haven't, haven't watched till the end. It's the bit when that's playing and he's on the motorbike, Aye, and cool. I was like, oh, that's a really well. Tune, man. That is a, you yeah. know, I, I've forgotten all about it to be honest. Real, really interesting story about that. I'll I'll, I'll wait. No, to go for it. No, no um, like um, you're talking about obviously something in the way they tried they tried to like record it, and it just. I don't know if it was Kurt or it was Butch. I can't remember what, but I th- maybe it was Kurt was saying, this just doesn't sound right. You know, it just didn't, it wasn't the way Kurt was hearing it in his head. Mm-hmm. And apparently he, he just sat, there was a couch in the control room and he sat with his legs up against the wall, hanging off the end of the couch with the acoustic guitar and just started playing it. And right, not right. to record it. And Butch Fig went, that's it. He says, don't and- move. And he actually just mic'd him up and recorded, uh, actually recorded them playing it upside down on a couch. On the couch. <laughs> yep. Well, and, well uh, all the blood was rushing to his head. And what happened was Dave Grohl had a seriously hard time putting the drums to it because right. it, 
because it was just Kirk playing it upside down uh, in the control room uh, on a couch, uh, and he had yeah. to make the drums match Fat. it, uh, and yeah, and in yeah. uh, speed because there was no there was no discernible. So the, so the drums went on afterwards. Is that right? Aye, then? The drums Aye, went on okay, after so because normally I've tried sort of done it the other way about. You know, Aye, whereas yep, normally yep. Kurt would play to the drum track. Yeah, yep. yeah, okay. exactly. That's so, so yeah, you can see. Ah, you see. Well, where the fuck am I going to start here? Aye, and, <laughs> Aye, but, just like a, and it's Aye. fluctuating in tempo as well. Yeah. So it's because obviously Kurt didn't play it to the yeah. kit. That's it, and the fact that the, the acoustic guitars are really down tuned as well, it's just sounding really, exactly. really similar. Uh, and his just... voice, his his voice sounds like it's right in your head. Right, it's like really, really right. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, One of the yeah, best things on it, man. Yeah, hundred percent. It's the best thing on it for me. hundred percent. I'll absolutely love yeah. it. Um, that song and and it, it, you know, I I went back to it a couple of times actually just before the podcast. You know, just and just picking it, just certain tracks, and you know, and um, so I was like in the car and things like that, and. And it, it, I have to, I have to confess though, as much as I'm saying a lot of good things about it, um, it is kind of similar, similar to ten to a lesser degree, um, and the fact that it doesn't make me want to own it, it doesn't make me want to. I've not listened to it and I thought, oh, I, I, that's a shame. I, I really should own. Never mind. Yeah, I've not got that feeling about it. I'm still thinking, yeah, there's a lot of good music on this and songs that I really like, but it's still not it's not getting under my skin, you know, mm, and, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of disappointed by that because I really wanted Nevermind to be, I was hoping this was going to be the time where it would just click with me and, yeah, and I go, yeah, the, this, this the makes classic for you. Uh. Yeah. But listen, I wouldn't, if anyone was slagging this album off, I would defend it. Same with 10, you know, I'd be like, oh, mm. wait a fucking minute here. You know, I, I would, I would defend um, the same with Never, and I, I like Nevermind better than 10. That's, that's, that's aye, like aye. obvious, you know, from aye. what I'm saying, but, yep. um, but uh, but yeah, it just it was just missing something. But Bleach, as, as Joe mentioned at the start, I listen to Bleach and I get so much out of it. I, I just get I so Bleach, much yeah. out of it, and so much heavier and angrier. It's heavier. It's more. It's, it's more focused. More to the point. Maybe yeah. never mind. Just suffers being for being overproduced. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And there's maybe just that little bit of that edge being taken off. That feeling taken. Off. I, yeah. I don't know. The I don't guitar know tone's is definitely but... dialed back slightly. Definitely, because yeah. guitars and bleach, yeah, they're right yeah. up. The drums are just heavy. fucking, the drums are heavy and all that. Bleach is well. basically a, a metal aye. album. Not, aye, not aye. a traditional metal Absolutely. album, but it's, no. it's, but it's, but it's a heavy album. There's metal bits on it as well. Floyd the Barber, know? fucking aye. hell, that's, yeah. that's metal. That's aye, it. totally. Yeah. Aye, but it's, aye. But, it's, but it's like... Uh, more leaning on the Black Sabbath side of metal yeah, than the, yeah, yeah, than yeah. the Iron yeah. Melvin's well, I mean, like it's, 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 it sounds like a Melvin's album as it well. Does, you know, it does. It sounds like a Melvin's aye. album. Aye. Aye. You know. and that, uh, that's um, what Kirk could be saying. We'll just try to copy the Melvin's. Not a good version. But no, but, and, and and that sounds like, oh, you're just being a hipster prick picking Bleach and all that. It's, it's not about that. It's just, I just personally resonate with Bleach a lot more than that. Never that's mind how it. I felt back in the day. Aye, yep. So, never mind. Turn that off, put on Bleach. Fuck's sake, man. You want to wade in here, man? Because um, I, I, I remember, I remember Nevermind when we were kids. I remember that was huge for you. I remember, but you were probably a bigger fan in Nevermind than I was even at the time because I think you really, really, it really, really did the thing, the thing for you back then, man. It, it did. I, I mean, I get Nevermind because my brother, same, same deal as you, David. You know, I was too young to have the money to go and buy these things. Yeah. My brother at the time was, uh, you know, he was going to like the, you know, student union and you know all these kind of places and stuff yeah. like that. So all this kind of Nirvana and pedal jam and all that type of shit he was hearing a lot of that stuff mm. and i remember he bought it and at the time i absolutely loved it man do you know what i mean i, I really did i you know i was 12 when it came out and i was like fucking hell you know the, this again this 
lay better on me than 10 because it had an angrier edge to it. And like I was saying yeah. before, yeah. I was digging more of the, the angrier stuff. Um, at this point, I'm starting to get into angrier music and stuff like that. But I mean, I'll say, I will say that this album, sonically, could have been recorded yesterday. It's the least dated sounding album mm-hmm. from a sonic point. point of view. Yeah, good point, any actually. of the rest of them, and I love. Don't get me wrong, I, I love how bad Motorfinger sounds. I love how Dot sounds. I even like how Peril, uh, Ten sounds. But this sounds like it's a really good point. It's actually, some, yesterday. Yeah, it's actually something I never actually even contemplated. But that's a good point because it is. It's it very. Is. Although, although it's over, when I say overproduced, I don't mean that. I sonically, just from sonic, I just mean obviously do it again, do it again, do it again. Aye, right? the performances are very. Yeah, it's making sure. Aye, so probably the, all of them are doing, you know, they're bit like over and over and over again to get it the best they could. But you're right, Joe. Sonically, it's still it's still very organic, fresh. sounding and fresh. And fresh aye, aye. You still hear Point. Teen Spirit because on the radio today, it, it, it sounds like it could be a new song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, that's a really good point, Joe. I never even thought of that. Yeah. Aye, so I mean. It, it, it doesn't fall into any of the trappings of the time, kind of like the and a little bit. Some of the, these other albums do a wee bit, but they still sound great. Um, but I, I mean, I've got to agree with David that this is this is more more of a punk record than I remembered it being. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, stay away, I territorial pissings. You know, yeah. fucking these are angry songs. You know, and it's quite it's quite funny because when you look back at that time and you think of the people that were getting into this band, probably people were coming off. Of, Indie rock more than the heavy, heavy mm. rock side of yeah. things. Because I remember yeah. Nirvana at the time that when we when I was listening to them back then, it was more the indie crowd that were into Nirvana. Yeah, they yeah. were considered more an indie band back then. I think now they're, they're considered more a classic rock band. If you like, <laughs> it's the way it's went. Though. Aye, but it's so it must have been you know kind of strange. You know what I mean? Because like these indie kids listening to things like Territorial Pissings, which is get more in common with something like like uh, I don't know, like a like a a souped up kind of stooges or something you know yeah, something like yeah. really abrasive I suppose that's what it is. I suppose, I suppose that's a thing with, with punk I suppose in general punk punk could split in a different you know you could be a metal fan and be a big punk fan you could Aye. be an indie fan and be a big big punk fan that's yeah. probably why they they kind of yeah. resonated with they had the crossover bands, you know? uh, yeah. Aye, absolutely but it's like um, out, of the, out of all the bands we're talking about the, um, Nirvana had a very very clear influence from the Beatles mm-hmm. Like like Soundgarden did, yeah. Alison Chains didn't, and I don't think Pearl Jam. It's noticeable, no. but I, I notice it, and it's more the kind of it's actually more of the poppy side of the Beatles mm-hmm. that that are here in in Nirvana, yeah. Um, and obviously everybody knows that Nirvana, you know, Kurt especially was a massive Beatles fan. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, um, well, even going back to on a plane, if you listen to the melody on on a plane, it's very Beatles esque. you can totally hear them doing that. Absolutely, obviously they 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 and and then Bloom video, they're almost I'm not like the Beatles, but they're like a sixties pop band, I. But I, I mean, I'm the same as you, David. I only bought. I mean, my for years, my brother had it when I lived with my brother, so I was able to listen to it. But by the time '92 rolled round, I was full on into like. Death. I was getting into death metal and <laughs> and grindcore right. and stuff like that. So I, I kind of almost went from not disliking it by any stretch, but I kind of like all this new extreme music. So I kind of just left it. Um, but so I didn't buy it. I only bought Nevermind maybe 
about five, four years ago or something like that. It was going really cheap, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I'm going to buy this because I, I like it. It's a good mm-hmm. record. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I must admit, when I was listening back to it, I actually enjoyed it, like probably you were saying, David. I enjoyed it a lot more than I remember, mm-hmm. you know, because over the passage of time, I kind of was like, ah, Nirvana, that's a band I used to quite like, you know, 30 odd years ago. But but I, again, I, 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 it doesn't hit me the way that some of these other bands do yeah, in a yeah. lot of ways. I think mm-hmm. it's, I, I can't put my finger on it, but I still love it. And I think, um, you know, Cobain's voice is fucking Yeah. Evil. I love it. I think he's got a great, yeah. I, I think he's got a great voice. Screaming, Screaming voice is, is excellent. He's, he's, he's actual just normal, understated singing voice. He's excellent. I like it. He's got a good yeah. sound to his voice. Absolutely. He's, he's got a great sound. And as you much can, as I You can hear the anguish and the pain in his voice. It's, it's there. It's, it's all there. He just fucking screams just, under that Just mic. quickly yeah. on that, sorry, just to, don't, worry, don't mean to sort of digress. Ah, you're right. Different directions here, but just talking about his voice. I, obviously, Brian, our brother, you know, Joe, Joe knows Brian very well. Um, mine and Paul's brother he, he's a huge Nirvana fan one of his favourite bands you know and um, and sometimes we'll you know I'll, I'll, you know, they'll come up in the conversation and stuff and and the thing is I do really, really like Kurt's voice but the one thing I said to him I think I was talking about the Unplugged session I cannot stand his singing on the, the Unplugged one it's been years because it's it. just you know the Unplugged the MTV Unplugged oh he's whiny oh fuck off man Ah, you know, and I, just, so I get really, I get really kind of pissed off him. It was just like this. Just don't do the gig, then, mate. Aye, it's almost like you can't And that's like a fucking dick because the guy's probably going through a million fucking like problems in his life at that point, <laughs> and he's just, he's like, I'll just do it because I need to do it, and I'm contract, you know, I, and I'm, I'm just trivialising. Don't he? He sings annoying. You know, is, you know but but when um, they say Alice in Chains unplugged this fucking amazing. That is by, that, he's pretty much that's that's a that's, 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 that's where I'm a hypocrite. That's where I'm a total hypocrite because I said I, that to Brian. I said, oh. but pretty much Lane Steely does the same thing. But it doesn't annoy me. You know, because Lane Steely's pretty much yeah, pretty much almost did exactly the same thing that Cup did. But I just like it better. Aye, because let's face it, they're a better band. They are a better band. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we've kind of... He's going to give a fuck. Oh, no. I've, already, I've, <laughs> I've spent the last up? 30 years telling him this. So, Let's uh, get him on the phone. You'd hear it again, you cunt. <laughs> and by, just uh, while we're talking about that, see the... Who was the guy that, uh, that mixed this? Was it Dave... Dave Jeldon, was, was it? No, no, Dave Jeldon. Um, <sighs> Dave Jeldon produced uh, Duck. Uh, Aye, who was the guy? See, whoever mixed this. I don't know. The same, uh, sorry, whoever mixed it I think it was so was the Butch Viggett mixed it either no I don't think so but I remember that penis Dave Grohl saying that that he's the it was the same guy that mixed Rain and Blood or something like that and apparently I don't know if Dave Andy Wallace Andy Wallace Andy Wallace Andy Wallace mixed Rain and Blood obviously he he was just like King Friday and all that and I think Andy Wallace I think Andy Wallace mixed this Right, and apparently right, the reason okay. I'd like to think this was real right enough. Apparently the reason that um Cup wanted that is because he loved the way Rain and Blood sounded. <laughs> Magic. Well, listen, we knew Cup was a metal fan. You know, he's he used to draw Eddie aye. from Iron Maiden on his books and at school and all uh-huh. that. And you know but the indie people don't like you to know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right there, Joe. It was uh, Andy Wallace. Yep. No, it was there me fucking said Andy Wallace. Oh no, it was David. Oh, sorry, David. I was just, right. I was just you're fucking it. wrong. <laughs> No, I wasn't fucking right, you cunt. I, 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 I couldn't have done both, both those records, right? 
anything more on? Never mind, Paul. You've not really weighed it. I've not. Never mind. Um, ah, right. Don't start this, the cunt. This is an entertaining <laughs> album, right? Anytime I hear it, I think these are good tunes, and they, he's got an amazing voice, and um, they are, you know, it, it is in no way um, contrived in any way. Um, the production's great. Um, the tunes are amazing. So many hooks. So you know, um, even the punk stuff's great and all that. I uh, I have no emotional connection to this album whatsoever. I, I, yeah. I, I feel it's almost as if it's a bit like Metallica's Black Album. I Fuck know the Dave. songs. I know the songs are good. They're played amazingly. The production's great. But I don't like the Black Album, mate. It's just I no, I, I, I can't connect. No, that's, weird, that's interesting. I because I because I, I love the Black Album. I I, 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 well, I, I just I don't know. There's, there's, you know, just as I get under your skin, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can put on Injustice for All and fucking, yeah, I'm there. Aye, well, that's obvious. It's uh, the best fucking thing they ever did. <laughs> but the Black Album, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, even though, <laughs> well, let's face it, they did, you know, Metallica did contrive, but we wanted to sell a shitload of records. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's say, uh, I bet anyway. But I, just a similar thing. I, I know this is good. I know this is a fucking, you know, a great record. But, <sighs> You, know, if you don't feel just, it, there's no point. I think I, ultimately that's I, it. When I, you, I, you don't, you're you not know, feeling it. You can, you can I, appreciate things and you can you can yeah. concede that they are good, but, but you, if you're not feeling but Bleach, it, then... Bleach is a fucking record. You know, aye, I, aye, I that's the end of Anna Rick for me. I, fucking, I was yes, listening it today, Bleach, actually, aye. and I'm like... I, that, that. I, and again, no trying to be like, oh, it's controversial. It's fucking ferocious. I just... Aye. Plus, and I think it's unfair that Chad Chan... Is it Chad Chan and the original drummer? Drummer, aye. Yeah. Everybody fucking, used to used to say, great. "Oh, you know, he could have never played on." His fucking drum is just aye, as good aye, as Grohl's, if not aye, better. Absolutely, aye, absolutely. Um, it's because he was too fucking metal. Let's face it; that was why he gets sacked. He was too metal. <laughs> too bad, aye, probably. Aye. I mean, I mean, you think about about a girl on Bleach. I mean, that's that could have been probably on Never Mind as well. To be oh, honest, aye. I mean, you know, yeah, like, you know, that's, that's aye, they had the, they had the, they had the pop sensibility and all that in that album as well. Aye, but no, I died. But anyway, sorry, Paul. But I, I, I and, and it probably had something to do with the ubiquity of fucking them being everywhere and aye, that having the t-shirts and all that. That probably pissed me off as well. Aye, you know, that, just that, like, that, oh, fuck I remember off, that being know? the same for me and Joe because even aye. going to school and there was there was people in school start, started talking about Nirvana who aye, aye, were like music, even music aye, fans. Aye, aye, and you're just like, oh, fuck these cunts, you know. It's just aye. So it's like maybe a fair a wee bit of snobbery and all that. Oh, definitely, well, without a doubt. Twelve-year-old <laughs> uh, snobs, mate. Who gives a fuck? No, I mean, uh, you, you, right, I, yeah. I, I, I just kind of connect it emotionally. Okay, right. So we're half time, right? So ten or never mind, Paul. Ten. Joe, ten yeah. or never mind. Oh, come on, um, as an all-over album, never mind. But I think Black, that one song. For me, better than any Nirvana song. Just that one song, but but mm. I've got to say, aye, Nirvana, because I'm more, ah, I'm more, I'm more punk than aye, than I am classic punk. rock, which yeah. is weird because I do a Queen podcast. <laughs> 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 you know, they're the ultimate classic rock band. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but I mean, you only like the eighties stuff, so I obviously, I it's, it's not the seventies you like. No, ah, it's that, definitely yeah. Nevermind for me as well, and and um and because I do feel elements of never mind, but overall I'm kind of similar. Where I just kind of similar to Paul, and I suppose Joe did. Uh, 
you know. But um, but no, listen, good fucking album and two two really good albums, you know. I doubt. Um, we shift on then uh, to Soundgarden and uh, Bad Motorfinger, which was released on the eighth of October, nineteen ninety one. So you've got August, September, October, <laughs> month after month, these albums are coming out. It's fucking weird. To Unbelievable think about time, it. man. Unbelievable time. It was, it was and we were there. That. See that exactly. that period that f- just for music in general, it's just so many, was. so much ministry, stuff coming out, man. Ministry and, helmet, and that's the thing. That. I mean, I mean, Joe and I are thankful to you and Brian for the. Oh, I totally. You're much older, and you were buying these albums and all these bands that were really challenging you and thinking, who the fuck, you know, Rowan's band and all that. And I never said this to your face, and, I never said this to your face, 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 shaped how how we listen i mean because we were listening to kind of like you know that like helmet wasn't an easy band to listen to at no. the time when it came out mm. ministry well, 13, wasn't easy you know, and we were 13 12 you know? 13 so you and brian were responsible for a hell of a lot of the stuff that that got us into like that type of music i ah, mm-hmm. would have found it yourself but yeah, just take well, the compliment but... you cunt Aye. all right Aye. cheers suck your own dick um, right, well, bad motor finger then. <laughs> Soundgarden, Soundgarden's uh, third album actually um, is bad motor finger. And um, Paul, I'm going to get you to kick things off because I know you Aye. know Soundgarden. You know, there's a big, big. You, Aye, they, they were my band. Aye. Sound, but Soundgarden. Um, do, you to, do you want to take things forward here? Yeah, that's it. well. I, as I said earlier, it, it was. Um, uh, loud love and hands all over videos. Uh, seeing them on the telly and uh, I kind of I, I was trying to remember. I can't fucking remember anything. I can't remember yesterday. Never mind fucking thirty years ago or whatever. In a podcast um, for then. I know. <laughs> <laughs> fuck knows. Um, this is the Alzheimer's podcast. I, I can't remember the this the order I bought their albums in. I think I might have bought. Did I buy Bad Motorfinger first? I think you did. Because I louder than love. Because I I definitely had Ultra Mega OK, which I bought on mm-hmm. import, and it cost me a fucking iPhone tower. No, it was twenty third precinct. Oh, I yeah, 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 the yeah, import yeah, back yeah. at the back. Yeah. Um. I so, and uh, did I have the Screaming Life EP or no? Or I wanted. I can't remember now. That's fucking so long ago, man. Anyway, Bad uh, Soundgarden. Um, yeah, as I said before, you could quite clearly see that this, <laughs> again, nobody was talking about fucking grunge or anything like that. Aye. They just looked and sounded to me like a metal band, yeah, you know, with, yeah. a, with a fucking rock god singer, mm. huge riffs, monolithic riffs and fucking, you know, a, a, a rock god guy screaming over the top. I'm in, man. Fucking sign me up, you know. Fucking eh. And eh, I, you know, uh, the previous album uh, was great, you know, hands all over, loud love, all that kind of stuff. Just amazing. Just and then it's a really Motorf- strong album, man. Yeah, yeah. aye, excellent yeah. album. Uh, but Band Motorfinger, man, it, it, it kind of they went up a notch, definitely. Oh, aye, fuck's um, sake, completely uh, different level, man. Yeah, um, uh, and it, it kind of. Uh, I mean, Chris Cornell kind of became more of a rock god on this, you know. It was like, because mm-hmm. I, I remember thinking the first time I heard Rusty Cage, and it, and in fact, I uh, I remember, the, I now remember the first time I heard this album, and it was in uh, 
my my friend at the time, Chaz Devenis, uh, who's Paul Devenis, my pa- my grandpa for earlier, um, his brother had it, and they, I remember being in his his house and listening to it, and I remember he, I remember clearly hearing Musty Cage, and thinking, Christ, it just sounds like a, like a young David Coverdale or something like that. It's just yeah, fucking, absolutely. you know, it's so strong, so, mm-hmm. and. You know, and, and as I say that, I, I wasn't thinking, oh, this is like, you know, uh, really intelligent indie rock and all that, you know. I was thinking, this is fucking metal as fuck, man. This is Aye. fucking, yeah, this is amazing, yeah. you know. Um, and this is, this is a, this is easily, you know, this is a Desert Island album for me. Aye. You know, I'm, I'm taking that if I need to go somewhere and, and no come back, you know, this is, yeah. This is essential for me. One of the big ones. Uh, it's just, it's just relentless. And, and, and <laughs> you know, you're talking about um, ten. You have to kind of be in the mood for it. I don't know. Maybe sometimes you have to be in the mood for this because it's just fucking. You're getting punched in the fucking face. Every, yeah, every there's track. not a lot of subtlety, is there? Yeah, there's not. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of. You know, there's, there's no a, a lot of time to breathe. You know, <laughs> um, you know. You're, you're going from Jesus Christ post into face pollution. You know, pollution! <laughs> you know, One of the best just, songs ever written, man. Uh, and yeah, you so uh, mentioned Jesus Christ pose. It's fucking discordant. You know, it shouldn't work. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. sounds uh, like uh, fucking nothing. It's, Aye. yeah, it just it sounds like the end of the world. But, you know, it, it's what genre works. is it, but? What genre is that? So I still don't know what that song <laughs> meant to be. Knows, it's just no. amazing. It's in its and hands down one of the best songs of the entire nineties. Oh, fuck aye, aye. Aye. one aye, of the best aye, songs aye. ever written. Ever written? Aye, aye. Uh, fucking hey, man. Uh, you know, oh, Jesus, everything's great. Everything's great, and that's uh, you know, um, you know, the very last song, "New Damage," it's about racism and all that. It's just uh, fucking. And the Queen correction there, Brian May does some guitar on a version for that for a. It was a compilation Ooh. album. It was a it was a soundtrack album. All right, cool man. Album on a face of, yeah. So Brian May actually went in and did some guitar on. Sit with Soundgarden. With Soundgarden, aye. that's cool yeah. as fuck. Aye. That's cool, man. It's either that or maybe he took the tapes and put his bit on it. I'm no, I'm not entirely sure. But finally, yeah. Brian collaborated with somebody that's fucking cool. Ah, exactly. Same <laughs> fucking years back to light, man. Oh, wet man. Uh, <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, you think that would have fucking inspired Rubbed him? Rubbed off scrap, scrap all the songs and start again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> too shite for that. Uh, still not as good as Cyborg, man. No, nothing's as good as Cyborg. Yeah, uh, in fact, Cyborg's better than everything in this album. Yeah. Cyborg's only That's, fucking uh... four years later, man. <laughs> uh, six, six years I, later. seven years uh, later. Oh, it's a ninety-eight, and I forget. Yeah, I like I like this a lot. It's a, it's really good. Um, I I I. I I don't know. I don't even know what to say. It's fucking ten out of ten. Well, I remember a fucking I, masterpiece. Just a couple of things that I remember um, of that period because you're saying your memories shit, and I just honestly, Aye. I think because when you're young, you're impressionable, so you remember Aye. all these wee things that for an adult, which you were at that time, I just threw away. But I, they stick in my head, my memory, Aye. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember you had the, you remember the Jesus Christ pose video. You had the single video, the VHS of the video. You don't remember that? Fuck no, man. Yeah, the VHS of <laughs> just just the Jesus Christ post That's video. Cool. I, 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 I remember, remember that. Actually. I remember having I remember having the twelve inch picture disc over. Aye, I've aye, got that. It's an X disc. Aye. I bought that when that came out at the time. Aye, that's right. The that's single right. came out in ninety two, although the album came out in ninety one. But Jesus Christ poses a single came out in ninety two, and 
Um, I think it was it was run about weirdly run about the time and be quicker with dead by Iron Maiden was coming out. So I bought yeah Jesus Christ Blood just before it, and then it was be quicker with dead a couple of weeks later or whatever. These yeah. again the things that stick in your head, but you know you don't remember the VHS. That's weird. Fuck no man, that's weird because oh. it was just, it was just the video that was it. So uh, I don't know if you got it in maybe a promo night at maybe. I don't know, maybe at the venue or something, and they were giving them away. I, I, I don't know how you got hold of it, or you were at the gig, and I, I don't know, but it was there. Well, anyway. I, 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 I certainly saw them uh, in a, a small place at well, Glasgow Uni, QMU, uh, yep. supported by COC. Oh, what a gig, one One of the highlights of my gig going life kind of thing. Aye. Uh, and you bought yeah. the Blind album by COC, which is, again is another huge album. album for. Let's uh, get back to the, the might, point. Might where, have been the very next day, actually. Uh, I bought the Blind get back album. to that point where you know the influence you had, and the influence you had on me and Joe. You know the albums you were buying, and yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, and it, and it, you know, I saw them again blowing. Uh, fucking, would you call them Guns, Guns and Roses off the stage? You know, uh, along with Faith No More. Um, and I think I saw them. I thought I saw them on this tour as well, I think, in the Barrowlands. I just fucking amazing band. I uh, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, maybe I, I did like Super Unknown, but it wasn't it wasn't this, you know. Um, I think there was a, there was a, agree, a big yeah. drop off, and I, and I think after no, the I albums after that, yeah, a huge drop off. It's just different. That was my own personal view. It's not a huge drop off. It's just a different album. It's just that I, it's, it's a different approach. They, they, Quality, they I don't think it dropped. It was just different. There was, there was well, it just it just comes down to what you prefer. What sound? Aye. Where's the sound? Is, that you prefer, aye. I suppose, that, as I say, that's the me. It's a metal album. Super unknown was uh, there was more influences. It's like Beatles just, or something. It's like heavy aye. Beatles or something. Aye, aye, aye. aye. Uh, yeah. You know, but aye, amazing. Yeah. And and uh, you know, spoiler alert. Soundgarden are the number one grunge band for me. If we're calling if, if we're calling this grunge. Aye. Joe, do you want to pick up Bad Motorfinger? Well, I obviously, you know, I, I get into this album at the same time Paul brought it back to the house, man. So, um, I mean, me and you would rock this quite a lot, man. Well, for some reason, I bought the cassette, thing. but I don't know, was there an extra track? I, I, why did I buy the cassette? I've no idea, mate. There must have been only, only you know that. Aye, you, Brian, you and Brian used to buy lots. We can't help you there. Though. I think Brian bought. T- Brian used to say he always bought tapes because it was his Walkman. Walkman, because he's got to work. He would just yeah. sling them in, and it was just easier. You aye. know, absolutely. But um, aye, right. So I this album, this fucking. It's just got to be loads of expletives because like Paul's was just <laughs> loads of expletives as well. This fucking. album, this is a aye number of ten out of ten. There's nothing on this that doesn't kick my fucking stones clean into orbit. It's mm-hmm. it's the most it's so angular. It's, you know, you're saying it's metal, but it's fucking not straightforward. There's no. No, no weird, weird time signatures all over this album, man, especially in songs like Face Pollution. That that's jazz. It's like jazz. Um it's like jazz mixed with punk. Do you know what I mean? Um, or very and, actually thinking about it, maybe kind of Robert Fripp type stuff, you know, aye, but, uh, yeah. early uh, Crimson, aye. you know. Aye. So, so when I listen to this record, you know, there's there's so many things that stand out from the other three bands, and I know the rest of them are different in their own. For me, by far, Soundgarden were the best musicians, man. Not even yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. not oh, even a, easily, not, not even easily. a fucking competition aye, there. Aye, not that it has to be a competition. I don't aye. mean that, but. If you're talking about interesting music, mm-hmm. this album has it in yeah. spades, man. Yeah. Um, 
And you know, Chris Cornell, for fuck's sake, I mean, I mean, Freddie's my fucking god, but I mean, his vocals and this for what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, he's up, he's up there, there with like, see, your Rob Halfords and your Freddie Mercury's uh, on this record, on, man. Yeah, I mean, on. it's, I'm not saying he's as good as, but just different, but he's up in that, yeah, he's in the upper echelon. Up, it's, up. it's kind of interesting how he, he couldn't really match it live, eh? Nah, it, it was, was too, too much. Much. Uh, even aye. at that time, he just couldn't, we couldn't bring that same aye, power and the same power. Power. the way, the way like, that Freddie and Halford can live. Aye, kind of fell down a wee bit. Carnella thought jumped about a lot too much, aye, and, and wasn't really yeah. focused a lot on the singing live, <laughs> but, aye. Breath and stuff, aye. but I do agree, yeah. I it wasn't as good live. But I think later on in their career, when they came back, he was a lot better, and he wasn't a lot better in the sense that his voice was better. I think he was just. Just more older and put more his voice first before the job about. Yeah. Aye. But I mean, fucking, where do you start? Jesus Christ, Paul, is what we were speaking about. Is fucking one of the best songs, in my opinion, ever written. Yeah. It, it sounds like nothing. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it literally cannot be pinpointed to any particular genre of rock. It's it's yeah. its own entity, 100%. Um, face pollution is like fucking punk mixed with, mixed with jazz. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, fucking mind riot. I mean, uh, John, like, John, John Flies is pretty punk and all, isn't it? Aye, John uh, Flies is pretty kind of punk. Aye, I, I mean, you ever cigarette negativity? Aye, it's fucking Sorry. great. Now, oh, fuck up. You can't talk. Chris Carnell just came in. Chris Carnell just came in there. Chris Even though up. he's been dead for about five years. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chris. The cunt's drawing flies. Aye, he's drawing flies. Aye. Gold. Keep that in. That's cool. I keep that in, mate. Harshness smashing your nose bone into your brain since 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, mate, I interrupted you there. You're throwing me off my fucking game. Continue. You know? uh, I'm all noising you up, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, for me, I, uh, and uh, as well, Soundgarden, you know, doing completely wacky uh, guitar tunings, man. Like, Aye, totally unique. Their own, their own guitar tunings, they were just fucking about. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realise this, but Chris Cornell wrote a lot of these riffs. Aye. Mm-hmm. Uh, the riff in Rusty Cage, mm-hmm. the main riff, the do 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 That yep. was him. And the reason that he wrote a, a lot, the reason a lot of these songs are so weird and off kilter is because Chris Cornell was originally a drummer. That was what he was. He was, uh, origi- he was, origi- he was originally uh, a drummer. Right. And and when uh, um, and when Kim Dale was talking about it, um, he was saying that you know he would pick when Chris picked up a guitar. He would attack it like a drummer, and then mm. he would he would give it. See, that's why these these songs. It was like Chris could look at the guitar as a second instrument. It wasn't his first instrument, mm-hmm. but he was taking what he knew from drums and putting it on percussive on yeah. And, and again, there was no there was no. And, yeah, yeah. He was just tuning things whatever just like, way he wanted to tune them because yeah, he, like he just wanted to do that. Didn't I, know. I, I, he didn't know any better. So you know, he was coming up with all these crazy, weird, fucked up timing riffs, and you know the the. The tunings are all weird and and you know and I have to say, man, the, the fucking rhythm section in this band is mm. next level. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, you've got Matt and his Ben, and it Ben, uh, uh, Ben Shepherd, yeah, uh, Ben Shepherd and Matt uh, Cameron, yeah, Matt Cameron. I mean, Matt Cameron's fucking an amazing drummer. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, mate, I, I actually I love everything in this man. It's a yeah, it's a perfect album. Yeah, it, it's. One hundred percent, fucking top of the top of the list, man. It's one it, and, and I'm going to call it heavy metal because I don't fucking care. Because that's me, more heavy metal than to, anything else. To me, at the time, this this just sounded like what heavy metal was becoming. 
Aye. You know, yeah, a fresh take on it's it. heavy music, it's heavy metal, fuck it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, 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 in parallel, you, you had like Queensryche, <laughs> funnily enough, they say as well, you know, and, the, and and their interpretation of what metal was, that was changing as well, where, you know, mind crime and then the empire and all that. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I, 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 to me, it was it was just all, it was all good, you know, it was all, it was all metal. It wasn't like fucking some offshoot or some fucking, aye, is, you know, marketing thing. Aye. I remember, um, I remember at the time, uh, Ozzy said about grunge and all, he always gets his one-liners and all that. He says, it sounds like something you wash after your face in the morning. <laughs> you know, you know. As uh, if you're Aussie, so. aye. I've not washed in <laughs> about fucking three months. Aye. Um, oh, listen, it's going to be so much repetition. You know, my notes are, are pretty much echoing what you have said. My first note is it's metal. It is. It's aye. metal. Aye. 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 It's, it's metal. Uh, and I've said it's like 70s Sabbath reinvented for the 90s. Aye. But with Joe's alluding to, but here's my notes here. It's got invention within it. It's no, and I'm not mm. saying that Sabbath didn't have invention. What I'm saying is they're applying their own DNA into it. So it's not just like, and I don't mean to be a dick about this. It's not like Deliverance by COC where it's kind of just stoner. As much as I love that album, as much as it's great, they've taken the Sabbath vibe, but they're fucking, again, the fucked up tunings, the fucked up timings. You know, it's so it's they've taken that sound and made it their own. If Sabbath was the template here, they've done it right because Sabbath, Everybody thinks Sabbath's just oh big riffs and all that. That's it. Fuck Sabbath for a period of the seventies. Sabbath were a fucking prog band. Aye, they were, man. Totally were, man. You know, the wheels of confusion. You know, that's an example. You know how Sabbath Cadabra, fucking Oh, oh, Sabbath. It's just fucking riffs. Is it fuck? Fuck. So, to me, they I think they understood Sabbath really clearly. Understood Sabbath. That's what I'm saying. They, they got the, got it. you know, yeah, yeah. Aye. Sabbath mixed with punk with some prog in there. Definitely. All that, all that <laughs> stuff, it's, it's you know. Um, but yeah, Cornell vocals are, are uh, you know, some of the best recorded Next vocals. Level. Next level. You know, sure. for me, you know. And <laughs> I've written, <laughs> this is a million miles away from 10. It's kind of obviously because we're going in order because like 10 aye. and never minding. And it's a million miles away from never mind in many ways, but especially 10, it's just weird. Oh, Listen to these albums in order and then you're like, aye. fuck aye. me, this is making me the same job. The same, easy genre, the same is, you know, aye. the same bracket or whatever you want to call it. Aye, it's not the same. And again, Joe's point, I've got it written down here and I, I, I've just made the point. I'm not trying to be a muso cunt, but it's so obvious they're so, such better musicians than Nirvana and uh, oh, Pearl aye. Jam. It's just like so obvious that musicianship is off the scale compared to those guys. And again, that doesn't mean that's all that matters. No, you know, it's you, not. I dig at the songwriting shop. No, I mean, we aye. fucking hate Dream Theater. Okay, nobody's going to slag their music, musicianship, but we can't aye, fucking stand them. Like fuck, you know, give me never mind in 10 any day, any day yeah. ever fucking listening to that shit. Aye. So aye. Uh, that's not the point, but but it's just it's just obvious. You know, the weird tunings I've got there, the timings. Basically, I've written you two, two guys have said, I'm just I'm just basically parroting what you've said. Um, and Jesus Christ pose, fuck me, one of my favourite songs of ever time, written, man. Just, you know, Still flows me yeah. to this day. Again, Absolutely. sounds like it could have been recorded yesterday, man. Sounds yeah, like no, nothing. Definitely. And I think um, you know, super unknown, you mentioned Paul, how there's a big drop off. I don't personally feel that. I don't want to get it super unknown, but I think it just they were just it's just different. It's just different. And uh, I think probably I was just greedy. I just wanted more. I wanted I think, more I, finger too. Don't get me wrong, at the that you know. It was, it was, you know, I'm going to say at the time though, because that's a lie. Because at the time, I really, really liked it. Um, but I think when that came out, I was having a, I was, I was having a really good time at that point. 
You know, I mean, there was things going all right for me. You know, at that point, I think that's what sticks. That's what sticks <laughs> in my head. Time of your life. I, you know, as a fifty year old kid, well, mate. there was a couple of things that were going all right. You know, um, but but I've always I've always had that kind of real a real connection with Super Unknown. Um, and and I know I've controversially said I preferred it to uh, Bad Motorfang. I'm just kind of gave me that look like I don't really, get day, mate. Yeah, I don't uh, get day. So nah, you don't you don't know I, your own mind. I don't know. I probably I know you don't it. yourself, mate. Bad Motorfinger uh, is, is better, um, and I probably do ultimately prefer it. But but what I'll say is I'm not hearing this massive drop-off because there's no massive drop-off. No, so I would agree with you, David. I, no. I don't think it's a drop-off. It's just a different thing. Just different, different. Aye. Aye. It's, it's like heavy. It's, it's not anywhere even aye. close think, to being heavy, you know. I, 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 I think between... I, I, yeah, okay, it was my disappointment at the time, as I say, because ah, I was, yeah, I yeah. was you wanted more of the same monolithic fucking riffs. Again, do not keep going on about Metallica, but it's the same sort of vibe. Has gone gone from Injustice for All to the Black Album. Aye. Yeah. In hindsight, Justice for All is is an amazing album, and so is the Black Album. But they're, they're but they're great they're for completely different aye. reasons. Different reasons. Yeah. yeah. But at the time, aye, they'd yeah. been like, "What the fuck is this?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. So sometimes the passage of time can give you a wee bit of hindsight. You know what I mean? Aye, but a yeah. Perspective on things and that. that yeah. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Right. Well, we're going to push on to the last album, which is. Dupped by Alison Chain. So this came out a lot later. So this is kind of like almost a year after these first three albums came out. And of course, Alison Chains, this wasn't her debut album, this was her second album, actually. Um, because Facelift, her first album was out in 1990. Um, um, so this is her second album, but they're definitely their biggest album um to this point. And uh, I remember at the time, I remember again MTV, they were showing the wood video, and I thought this band are fucking great, man. I just but I didn't have um, any money, and then I hadn't even spoken to like Brian because we, we didn't speak. You know? Like, just, <laughs> I know. We didn't, you know, I, I, it was left in the same houses, but we'd just pass each other and just that was it. So um, the only way you communicated was if you heard music, went, can I get a copy of that? That was it. So, um, but I remember seeing the wood video. Oh, fuck, man, that, that sounds really cool. But I really, and then Brian came in with the tape. So he actually obviously heard it as well and came in and bought the album. Um, I think it was a tape. I probably was. It's always tapes. But always um, tapes with Brian. I'm, I'm sure it tapes. was a tape. Aye. Um, Joe, you want to start things off with, with that then? Again, it's the same same as you, David. Man, I heard Alison Chains at your house, <laughs> and yeah. uh, um, me and you watching it on MTV. And you know what I mean? And and, and digging it, we got into all these bands at the same. But minus, definitely Soundgarden and Alison Chains, we get into it at the same time. Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I heard this at your house. You know, Brian. Buying a tape and then me and you watching fucking um be, be, basically being the, the loving embodiment of Beavis and Butthead. Um that was, <laughs> that was what my dad used to call me and you. He was like, You two can't sell a Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah, which is fucking completely true, man. <laughs> um but I this album is like again, man, this is a fucking absolute belter and of an album, man. I mean Alice in Chains are, are, are unique. I would say, you know, we were talking about, obviously, Soundgarden were metal, but they were more leaning on the Sabbath metal, if you like, mm-hmm. whereas, like, Alice in Chains were a lot more metallic sounding. Aye. Yeah. Especially I mean, when... Closer to thrash almost, you know, in terms of the... the, yes. the slow, I don't mean thrash at the speed, slow, but the cartoon, but it chugged. Aye. You know, yeah. it's more chuggy really and kind of, ah, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. really, really Met- fucking metal, metal, metal guitars. Huh? And yeah. I remember seeing the video for them bones and just being like, "What the fuck is this, man?" I was like, they, 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 you know, Lane's got his eyes rolled back in his head, and it's like in this like cavern thing, and the way it was filmed, and 
They just Aye. looked like they were from another fucking planet, man. I was like, these guys just look evil Aye. as fuck. Angry chair and all that. Oh, pretty, pretty fucking evil. Fucked man. up video, Aye. man. Aye. Um, but yeah, talking about this, man. I mean, angry chair. I mean, me and David covered that in a band we did fucking 20 years ago now, man. That's right. I mean, the, these songs are, are fucking great, you know. I mean, it's just pretty much great song after great song. And, mm-hmm. and you know, Jerry Cantrell, I will say, there is, there is not any punk in Alice in Chains. No, no that's true. There's, nope. there's definitely, they have, they have that in common with, with Pearl Jam. There's no mm-hmm. punk in Alice in Chains. But what Alice in Chains have is more metal, but yeah. they also have blues. Yeah, oh, tons of yeah, yeah. Tons yep. of blues yeah. in their sound. Yep. Um, I mean, Cantrell's fucking one of the Especially, uh, yeah. maybe more so in facelift, actually, the kind of blues influence. Aye. Mm-hmm. Aye, this is, yeah. a, a step. again, they moved up like, like, yeah. The, the other like um, Soundgarden did this was a step up man because like facelift yeah. is nowhere near as good as this man no nowhere near as good and by the way this isn't my favourite Alice in Chains album but the self-titled is my favourite Alice in Chains album um, mm. but uh, back to this I it, it was just again it was just like fresh it didn't sound like anything it was metal but it didn't sound like any other metal it was about and then you had all these weird vocal harmonies and obviously being a massive Queen fan I was like, this is fucking brilliant, you know, doing all these vocal harmonies. So just, uh, and anybody that does those harmonies now, it's clearly lifted from Alice in Chains. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's clearly lifted. So they were totally unique in that yeah. way. Um, where, you know, Soundgarden were unique in their kind of odd time signatures. I would say the defining thing of Alice in Chains was definitely the vocals. You know, you hear that yeah. and you just know right away. And Lane's, you know, the lyrics are so fucking <laughs> dark, man. Uh, so grim. Alison Chase, I mean, Soundgarden had some dark lyrics as well, but I mean, it was next level shit here. I mean, even next to Nirvana, this, I mean, this is fucking grim, you know what I mean? I think think that's what it is. I think, um, like, Soundgarden, for example, it was more anger with them, the lyrics and stuff, and yeah, darkness at times and all that. And I know, obviously, like, you know, especially Cornell had his issues and all that throughout, right up to his death and all that, but. The, the difference was, I mean, the Dallas and Chains ones were just despair. It was aye, just aye, despair. Aye. Hopelessness, yeah. and there was no aye. coming back. I'm a, I'm a dirty junkie. And, yeah, aye. Aye, aye, aye. and I'm reveling in it. Aye. What is that? that uh, is it Godsmack? Isn't it? He's talking about you trying to understand a junkie or something. Aye, your books and your degrees. and your degrees and all aye. that, you know. Fucking, aye. Aye. <laughs> fucking aye. you know phenomenal just, lyrics man. it's just like it, it, it's just laid it all out man this is aye. like and this it, is my it, life aye. and, and lane never and, and lane never ever shied away from it in interviews yeah, man yeah. people would no, say aye. you know are you a drug addict and he would say yep yeah, but he wouldn't glorify it either. He no, I wasn't uh, proud of it. No, he was like, I've got. He actually yeah, say I've yeah. got a problem. He says I wouldn't. Yeah. Ask, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. But I have got a drug problem. I mean, it's fucking yeah, all yeah. over his lyrics. It's just yeah. clear as day. Totally. Yeah. I mean, angry chairs about hallucinating on drugs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this album's the, by far the darkest album out of the four. Yeah, yeah. yeah so this, like, this album's like a fucking bad trip. Aye, totally. Do you know what I mean? It's like a total bad trip, and and I love it for that reason. Do you know what I mean? And. Aye. You could, I mean, you could see how um, this influenced, you know, the Manics when they were doing the Holy Bible and all oh, that aye, kind of stuff, aye. you know. Aye. Aye. Aye, probably with the lyrics and how aye. depressing yeah, that probably, was. I probably influenced more uh, Gold Against the Soul, to be honest. Aye. Than, than, oh, aye, aye, I suppose aye, it would have. Aye, aye. 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 Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, Nicky Wire said as much, you know, he said yeah, they were yeah, listening absolutely. to Alice in Chains a lot. But aye, I'm, I'm going on a lot about this, man. 
this is a this for me isn't as good as bad motor finger, but that you know, it's not all about bad, bad motor fingers. Just a fucking total anomaly. Yeah, but this is a this is a fucking top tier record, man, and. It's made that wee bit better because Tom Araya makes a, a wee bit des- guest appearance as well. Right. Iron Lung, <laughs> isn't it? Aye, untitled. I am Iron Lung. I think it's Iron Lung, the unofficial title. Aye. aye. <laughs> so, I mean, aye. I fucking love this album. And Alice in Chains, you know, Unplugged, we spoke about it briefly at the start, is fucking one of the best things that they ever did. And it's an unplugged yeah. thing. Yeah, um, Amazing. Aye. And, and the EPs Super. that they did were fucking great aye. as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. Sap Jara, and Jara stuff like Jara Flies and, and Sap, they were fucking yeah, great. Yeah. You know, brilliant, and and it's amazing how well these songs, you know, all the catalogs, yeah. but how well they go on an acoustic guitar. Yeah. All oh, right, right, aye. And that only right. plays I into the blues, the, the, the yeah, blues definitely. thing. Yeah. When yeah. you play yeah. these on an, and the unplugged, they sound like blues songs. Aye, aye. Um, fucking aye, bulletproof record, man. There's no weakness on it. I don't think at all. Yeah. There's nothing on it. Um, it's it's grim. It's it. it it's fucking a grim album, but nowhere near, <laughs> nowhere near as grim as our oh, next album. You know, oh, the self-titled man, one. Is, that's that's like that's like proper in the pits of despair. That one, but I love it. What I, what I find quite interesting about this album is the way it starts. You know, it starts with them bones and good, good, uh, good thing to start. But to me, it almost sounds like a a kind of warm-up song because when it comes into damn that river, it's almost like that's the open the album because it's like it finishes then goes. And really punches up, you know, because then bones is is heavy, but it's still quite subdued in many ways, you know. And then damn that river just goes up to that really kind of like punching you right in the face kind of thing. I've got to disagree, man. I think M bones is a. I love the way it. I I know what you mean. No, no. Listen, it's mere menace and it's heavier, it's darker and all these kind of things. But it's weird. It's weird how it's almost like it's almost like you know it's. It's just weird. To, it's just to my ears, anyway. Um, no, I get it. I get it. But it's because it's got no, no real intro per se. It just comes straight in. It just feels like it's just like we're warming you up here, you know. And then, then damn that river takes. But then damn that river comes in with that, and then pretty much for that point onwards, it just goes back to despair for pretty much the, the, aye, for <laughs> the rest aye, of the album, you know. Aye. So um, that's probably the most uplifting one. <laughs> on it, to be honest, you know. Exactly. Rain when I die. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and Rooster, which is about Jerry Cantrell's dad in the uh, Vietnam died, War. Vietnam, uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, this is, um, it's interesting hearing you say that, Joe, that um, they prefer Band Motorfinger, because I actually didn't know where you stood. Because I know it'd be one of these two, and it'd either be Dirt or Band Motorfinger, but I wasn't entirely sure. Because oh, if you'd picked Dirt, I would have maybe, you know, um, I wouldn't have been surprised, if you know what I mean, um, um, if you'd picked that over, over Band Motorfinger. But, um, uh, I am Paul Alison Chains I know this I mean I know Facelift was I mean how much were you aware of Alison Chains before that was that I remember even knowing honest, about them? not not really I think it was would would have been the first time ah you were aware of them I, I was aware of them to be and this is the thing um, Alison Chains toured with uh, that you know the, the thrash the Clash, Clash of the Titans the they did clash it in America Titans, you know uh, they did the getting the, shit thrown at them and all uh, that ah yeah. that's right um uh. Apparently Lane was just punching fuck out of folk every night. He was uh, taking just, absolutely just no shit off shit, the crowd, man. That's just aye, fuck yeah. yous. Because they were, I mean, in, in, sorry, Paul, um, but in facelift, oh, even that image was different. I mean, Lane looked a lot, a lot more kind of happier and bouncy and kind of all this Because he wasn't on videos, smack. Because he's not, uh, the smack kind of taking its toll, but by the time fucking Duck comes around, he's gone and, you know. Eyes rolling like, back in his head. Eyes, uh, <laughs> cheek, cheek sunken and... Uh, that's it. Um, that... 
if bad motor fingers are 10 out of 10 for me this is a nine and a half mm-hmm. and i would be taking this album with me with along to with Ireland. bad motor finger to you're, my a child of, you're a child I, of grunge mate i am obviously i'm i am a grunge oh, i would i would take it to be fair i, I would take this one but I would, well i'd probably take alice and chains <laughs> but i still fucking one, love yeah. this record man yeah um yeah it's <laughs> it's a uh, I, you know, lyrically, just I, the the generation of a, a fucking junkie, basically, you know, mm-hmm. and, and but not in a, not in a kind of look at me, you know, look, you know, the way some people, you know, do um, use, you know, their addictions or their mental health issues or whatever to kind of, you know, sell records or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um. Uh, this is I. Uh, it's is it a, is it a cry for help? Pro- probably I. Mm-hmm. But I would imagine you know since we know what happened, you know that people have you know, tried to reach out to him, but he was you know he had no interest, man. He had, too I, far I, gone, I, and you know, and um, the Matt Lanigan book he talks about it as well, man. He, you know, he would, yeah, yeah. Re- he would go into rehab because people wanted them to, and he, yeah, he, he would come straight yeah. to rehab and go to Matt Lanigan's house and, and get heroin. Aye, and it's pretty bad when Matt Lanigan's laughing the state of that aye, guy, aye, man. Aye, Matt, <laughs> you know aye, what I mean? Matt Lanigan was like, "You sure aye. you want to do this, man?" Because him and Matt Lanigan aye. stayed. He stayed with, right. with Matt Lanigan for a long That's time. Right. And, and like, Matt Lanigan loved him, didn't he? He was like one of his best friends. Aye, he was really close friends with Kurt Cobain and all. They were they were really tight and. Yeah. Chris Cornell, all those guys, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Paul. Um, but I, it's a, it's like it's a great album. Uh, I did. I, I got to see them live. I think on this tour, they played the Barrowlands and the local radio station here, Radio Clyde, recorded right. it. I, 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 I remember thinking at the I time, it on tape. he's miming because he's Cause just so, so good. perfect. Yeah. His vocals were fucking perfect. They were flawless, you know? man. They really were, Aye. man. Cantrell as well. Aye. Yeah. And, and you know, you're like... Because at the time, you're just the bands and the singers would have fucked up voices. You know, even Iron Maiden or that. Bruce Dixon would have... He, he come on stage and his voice was already blown, you know, and yeah. shit like that. Hmm. But this guy was just, like, pitch perfect, you know. Aye. And, uh, I... Incredible, incredible voice, incredible singer, and I know you know, get you know Eddie Vedder and and, and Lane Staley kind of get ridiculed later on with all these fucking copycat bands, you know, yeah, that's yeah. yelling, uh, you know, know that all that shit. Yeah, yeah. That sounds nothing that, like either one of them, though. It's like no, a parody. Oh, yeah, exactly. That Scott Stapp cunt. Oh, fuck him, man. I fucking hate him. Creed. If there's anyone listening to this that likes Creed, just kill yourself. Just go away. Just fucking turn this off and don't listen to us ever again. Because you're not, you don't deserve to hear us. Die like Creed. Exactly. So sorry, to everybody. You know. No, don't apologize. No, don't apologize. You can't. No. No, no I can't. No. Meet the cunt yet, mate. Fuck you and fuck Creed. Anyway, aye. Uh, uh, yeah. Flawless voice. Um, and and uh, we've mentioned the unplugged thing as well. Just. But- the best one live the, singer out of any of these guys and any aye. band's live singer. One of the what, one of the great live performances. You know. Aye, aye, unplugged. Aye, aye. It's certainly a highlight for me, and it's it's what it's a thing I'll go back to on YouTube and all that, watch clips or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Rooster's Rooster's just amazing, and he's so still. He's just sitting there like as if he's concentrating. Aye, it's just trying to get get through this kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just amazing, you know. Yeah. 
Aye, this is. Uh, have I got a favourite song in this? It's kind of like a piece in it. It's like it, uh, sometimes you get albums that you know you can't really pick a single thing out because there's know. a lot. Everything on it's pretty much yeah. magic. Yeah, um, I suppose you know that that obviously the singles are are, are accessible and all that, and and certainly roosters, you know. <laughs> it's, it's maybe one of the kind of respites in the album as well, you know, like damn like that river, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> even that's about fucking the Vietnam War, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, it's got the shit that I like misery, heavy riffs, um, amazing vocals. Yeah, that's got the package. I oh, and, right. I, and I would take it to my island definitely. As as a as a great heavy metal record. So there that's you go. story, mate. Aye, absolutely. Another metal record. Aye, we've and, I, and I know I'll, if you're listening to this, Brian, you're going to be annoyed by that because we've been arguing for the last 30 aye. odd years about Alice I think, I think being Brian's, a metal band. I think Brian's point was like when he when we were talking about it, he was just picking pictures of Maiden. Maiden and things like that. He's like, aye, he's so far away from that. And, then, and he's right. But, but Pantera's a metal band, this, isn't it? This is exactly, a progression of heavy metal. metal. Exactly. You know? It's just another, eh, to me, another aye. strand, I'm sure. He's not here to defend himself, so um, uh, he's aye. fucking wrong. You could fuck off with the Creed fans on all yeah. Aye. Wee baldy prick. Aye. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Brian. Sorry, I didn't. No, that's don't, don't apologize. Don't, don't apologize. He's, he's not listening anyway. Nice. This is to everyone. Does he? Aye. Aye. Right, quiz him. Aye. So what did so what did I say about uh, when he bought that? He'll probably tell you how, what the new Worm Rock album sounds like. But ah, you would. Um, I oh, listen. I'm just going to be repeating that. It's just a, it's a misery fest, but it's fucking in it, and it is a hard, <laughs> it's a hard listen. You know, aye, at times aye. when you're maybe, maybe even when you're actually in a good, it's maybe always even you're in a good, good place. Aye. You know, you're maybe that that odd fucking five minutes of your life, you're actually feeling all right. Aye, which is <laughs> you know, I comes the- in fleeting fucking moments, man. <laughs> putting this on is probably not the best idea, but um, it's um. But it's just the songs are just fucking amazing, just so well written, um, and performed and, and everything. And it is, it's just it's just outstanding, absolutely outstanding um album. And um okay, I'm not gonna say any more because it's just, just re- re- repetition to be honest. So we've got the four albums here. Um I think it's it's quite obvious <laughs> probably what's gonna be number one. So Paul number one album. Uh number no, bad motorfinger. Bad Motorfinger, Joe. Bad Motorfinger. Bad Motorfinger. I was swaying between this and Dirt, but it is Bad Motorfinger for me as well, mm. so I agree with you. And then second is Dirt, we all agree with that. Aye, dirt, dirt. Yep. Aye, hands down, man, no competition, man. And Paul, your third ten. is probably 10. Yep, yep, Joe, yours is never mind. Never mind. Me too. And my last is 10. Um, aye. So you'll never mind at the bottom then, Paul. Right, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Know that, know that this matters, but it's just quite interesting to see where we're, we're all sitting with it. But, um, uh, I found this quite, quite, quite good. I, I, I quite, I quite enjoyed going back to ten and, and never mind particularly because mm, d- yeah. Dirt and Bad Motorfinger and, and Marotation anyway. Aye. Aye, they're just just. Part I listen of, to it. I listen to them at least. Oh, they, I will say many times a year or whatever. Aye. Aye. So they are they, they know, they, That's it. You know, so they are they are they're always going to be there. So it was it was it was good going back to those two albums and and. Maybe not the success for me personally that I maybe was looking for, you know, in terms of like it maybe lifting a new level or finding more in it than I didn't appreciate prior. Um, but but that's okay, that's fine. They're still they're still fine albums. But um, but no, that was good. I really I really enjoyed getting back through that and um, 
Um, I think Nevermind's probably the only one where I've, I've kind of got a dis- different perspective from what was in my mind's ear in terms of like, you know, it's, it's still very punky, you know. Um, right. You know, I think that. Um, but any any kind of final words on on these bands, these albums? Well, I think, you know, we've not really spoke really about the commonality. I would say... Yeah, yeah, good point. I would say the one thing that all these bands have is an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For what they do. Yeah, 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 for, for and, what that are, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Geog- and, geographical location, uh, that's it. But they're all totally, all of these singers are emulated in today's rock, rock, yeah. Yeah, yeah, varying yeah, degrees yeah. of whether it's yeah. good or bad. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> well, it's usually bad. They're usually they're, bad. I mean, yeah. that, that was the, the, the that the post grunge stuff. Oh, fuck oh like Bush and all that fucking Bush shit. And, oh, I hate them, uh, man. Silver chair and fucking even like Puddle of Mud and all that. I oh, can't aye. just like sound like sound like Kurt Cobain and all that. You know, aye, stained fucking. Oh, what was the cover? What was the cover? Puddle of Mud did it. What was Nirvana song? Was it? And they made that complete It was. Oh, don't, don't say nothing. Oh, it's in my head. It's, uh... Oh, fuck. It was him that did She Fucking Hates Me. No, the, the, the Nirvana cover that they did. They totally I don't know. I'm just, no, I'm just saying. It was a kind of punky one, wasn't it? Oh, shit. I can't I think it was a kind of. I think it was a kind of. Oh. Or was it was it about a girl maybe then? It was about a girl. It was about, was it about a, girl? a girl. Yeah, it was. Was, was it oh, one of the punky ones? It was more the uh, <laughs> 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 it was uh, his vocals were like fucking off the chain pish. Laughably fucking bad. Even his uh, own bad are laughing at him while he's doing it, man. <laughs> Aye. As well, do you know think that Seattle as well, you know, we've got to take any consideration that three out of the three out of the four singers and these bands are dead. Yeah, um, I mean, you know what I mean. Please don't dead. Please don't dead shit bags. Um, <laughs> you know, two two by suicide. You know what I mean. Nah, and yeah. uh, and one by let's face it. You know, yeah, a long term suicide. Long term suicide. Just killing uh, out long term. Eddie, Eddie must be fucking shitting himself. He must have a doctor on twenty four seven fucking call <laughs> just in case he gets a cough. See, that's um, why they, that's why they come last on our list because he's not cool uh, enough to, to not cool die. enough to die. If he died, he'd have <laughs> moved up. But I think uh, another commonality is the the difference from coming from heavy metal, like Paul was saying, it tended to be a little bit more kind of Dungeons and Dragons and shit. Yeah, not to yeah. say that obviously Metallica and then you know Justice for All lyrics aren't Dungeons and Dragons yeah, yeah, are very yeah, yeah. kind of political and stuff like that. But I think the grunge thing, they all have a sense of singing about themselves. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and, and things that people and, and, relate and, to at the end of the day. I suppose, aye, eh? And yeah. treating women with some respect, I know. Uh, you know, just yeah. even just aye. in general, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, aye, true. Because, uh, you know, the, the magazine, our, you know, Kerrang magazine went from being sexist fucking drivel to actually getting, you know, you would actually get a, they would actually talk about music and bands and all that rather than fucking, you know, uh, they used to have, you know, like pinups and all that and, yeah, I, so. you know, just and, and just awful the way they would treat women, you know, like yeah. musicians, you know. Kerrang, like, Kerrang, when you actually yeah. look, look back at it, for the, for the vague things that were positive about it, it was an absolute piece of shit of a oh, magazine. Aye, aye, overall, aye. it was, it was aye. awful. Even and it just, get, it just get worse it, yeah. uh, when, when fucking Mick Wall got a hold of it as well. Aye, he turned even, into a tabloid. Aye, you know? that even, but that's the aye. thing, you know, it was, because even, you know, obviously there's the, the Twitter articles. Um, aye, it's and, good looking back at them. Actually, back, you know, just this week, the very first issue that I had, 
Yeah. Uh, just looking at them, because uh, I think there was what there was one even from 1995, and I think it was the front cover, and I remember it actually. And it was therapy. Obviously, they'd released Inferno Love, um, or just about to, or whatever. Something they'll be on the frilly shirts in the front, yeah. Aye, all that kind of shit. Aye, but yep, it's, yep. it's not that. It's like the, the headline is like therapy, songs about rape with a big question mark. And, and it's always oh, like, fuck off. Aye. Really? Because obviously, Diane, obviously, the cover of the Which is uh, album, you know. Aye, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, you know, and it's like, really? It's, so, I mean, how uh, far have you really came? Even in 1995, despite the grunge movement already uh, being gone pretty much, you're still feeling you need to somehow sensationalise a song about rape, you know? And yeah. it's like, fucking off. Anyway, we're way off now, weird fucking tangent. Uh, um, but, um, yeah. So, um, I know a nice one. I think this has been, this has been I, good. I was actually looking forward to, forward to doing this episode and um, actually talking about it. It's really, really cool. Um, and can I take me back to my, my childhood a wee bit, you know? And, I totally takes me know? back to like being like, you know, me and you in your bedroom listening to these records, you know? Aye, what I mean? Definitely. Um, and then uh, again, that the period when this was all happening was I was probably, like I say, the what made made me as a music fan and made made Joe's a music fan, probably, totally. you know. Uh, and again, totally. largely down to the music Paul and Brian were, were bringing to us. I because Paul well, kind of so. uh, Brian kind of brought a lot of the thrash metal into our, our life, like Slayer ah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then obviously you brought yeah. a lot of kind of more like the helmet, and, and even I suppose Brian Honestly, brought yeah. alternative stuff as well. You know, oh, I did, I definitely, I. Definitely. I as I said at the start, Brian was Brian was uh, quite deep into the kind of grungy stuff. You know, he he was into Dinosaur Junior and aye. you know uh, Sebado and all that. Sebado, oh, aye. aye. Aye, uh, he, he he would buy quite a lot of kind of obscure stuff and all that, you know. Aye. Um, I'm I'm more of a classic rock guy, you know what I mean? Oh, you bought fucking the meantime when you bought Sam sixty nine at the time. They, no, they I, were... I just bought I just bought them trying to be cool. cool. Uh, Aye. down with the kids. Well, I, I never I never fucking listened to them. No, no. <laughs> not at all. What are they? Um, what is gas? <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna leave it there. And uh, I um. That is up on Twitter. I think Twitter's on its last legs. I mean, by the time this yeah. goes out, it might have just imploded. I don't know. But we're still yeah. going to hang on to Twitter. And while everybody else is there, and while Elon Musk doesn't start charging us like 200 quid a month to, to actually do it, then... I don't know. know what's happening, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't see why it's imploding. Man. I, 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 mean, I, I keep hearing people saying it's fucking self-destructing and I'm like well I think what's, what's happened uh, is losing um, advertisers there's uh, nobody, uh, I, I think what's happened so, so they're obviously going to look to, look at ways of clawing that money back you know and, uh, and what happened right. is that Musk guy is he's uh, laid off half the staff oh for fuck's sake and all the developers that actually keep it going and obviously keep it safe and all the rest of it they've, they're bailing on him as well oh, so right, okay. So I think it has just fallen apart pretty much so unless just as I join as well <laughs> it's your uh, fault it's your fault my fault <laughs> just my as fault. I get 2,000 followers followers as well uh, <laughs> bastard but no we're, we're going to be we're going to be there for as, as long as, as we, we, we can basically so yeah hit us up on Twitter at Latpods and let us know your thoughts on the, the you know the grunge movement. You, did you see any of the gigs? You know, did you? What age were you when these things came out? Maybe you're an older person that came out, and maybe you were cynical of it. I don't know. You know all these kind of things. You know, just let us know, and it'd be quite interesting to get your thoughts on it. Um, but aye. But anyway, as usual, look after yourselves, and uh, we'll catch you on the next the next one. Take care. Bye bye now. See you later.